0: Welcome to Binge Watch with us. That's Pickles. And
1: that's Lisa. And this week we watched The Pharmacist on Netflix.
0: She sounds so in- excited.
1: I'm a little bit hoarse this this week, guys. I don't know what's going on with that, but it's
0: not. I don't think it's too bad. It sounds like uh, you've been in a smoke-filled room watching strippers. That's what I'm going to tell everybody anyways.
1: <laughs> yes, that's <laughs> totally what it is. That's what happened.
0: She went to strip clubs on Bourbon Street during the Mardi Gras and...
1: Yeah. <laughs> no. That's why they bring out the good ones. Yeah. Um <laughs> I think they might actually do that. Did you notice yeah. like Stripper's Tour?
0: Well, I'm sorry, what? Stripper's Tour?
1: Yeah, like they like they like have like a little circle of clubs throughout a few states and they like go around to different clubs.
0: Shut up. Yeah. That's a good that's probably good money.
1: I learned that on last podcast on the left, I think.
0: <laughs> I'll leave it to them to know that yeah <laughs>
1: um this one was hard for me this one this one yeah. was difficult but we'll mm-hmm. get into all that let's do subscribe stuff
0: let's do that because that's the fun stuff
1: subscribe to us on itunes please you can leave us a rating and a review we had some really great reviews last episode you can follow us on Spotify. You can follow us on Instagram, and we have a Facebook page. And you can email us at us at gmail.com. Any of those places, let us know if there's something you want us to watch or ask us if, if we're, you know, watching something with you. I think that's it.
0: I'm not doing 90 Day Fiance again. I don't care who <laughs> asks. My IQ points have still bottomed out from that piece of shit. That was fun. It was such a dumpster fire. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> oh, my God. I love dumpster fire. So. so I think I told you this, but I'm going to tell our dear listeners, all 25 of them, that I watched. Um, I got HBO again.
1: Mm-hmm. Legally? Um,
0: Yes, legally. all right <laughs> Because I want to watch a few things on HBO. Like, I want to watch The Outsiders, because I know you're watching that. It's amazing. It's really good. So, I love their documentaries on HBO. They have some really good documentaries. And they had this one, 50 Children, The Rescue Mission of Mr. and Mrs. Krause. And this was about a Jewish... I know, Right. That title's uh, not
1: long enough. I think it needs more words than no, it.
0: No. And it's about a Jewish couple in like the late 30s, I think, 39 and 40 that go into Nazi Germany. Um, a surrounding area, right, to rescue children from what? Nazis. The interesting part of it, well, it was all interesting, but the most interesting part of it was back then the Jewish people could get out. At that time, they were still giving them the option of leaving. Right, yeah. So the Nazis were letting them leave. The problem is, is nobody wanted them, meaning no other countries. There was nowhere to go. Basically. So they said, like, the United States only allows, back then, a certain amount of people from countries, from each country. So... Let's say UK for the whole year gets 5,000 people or whatever it is that can come in legally and stay, you know, apply for citizenship and all that garbage. Well, the number of people in Germany and the surrounding areas would have filled their quota for like five to six years. Yeah, I bet. So the US wasn't letting a lot of people in, which really sucks as a lot of countries weren't. And I'm just like, how horrible is that? You you can see what's going on. They want to pick up everything and leave and you're like, mm, no. But thanks. Good luck. Good luck with that Hitler. So this was in the beginning when they were beating up people on the streets, the Nazis, taking their homes and businesses for themselves. And at the end of this documentary was the start of them taking the fathers and men to the concentration camps. They weren't yeah. taking women and children yet. Um It all start. It doesn't start like everybody thinks it does, where they just started killing them right away. So they had all these expired visas because people could apply for visas, but it took forever to get them approved. And sometimes by then they just didn't have the money, so they just kind of sat there. So Mr. and Mrs. Krause took those visas with them to use with to get fifty children out, basically. Aww. So yeah, so they took them from their mother and father. Of course, the parents wanted them to because they. They yeah. saw what was going on. It was just heartbreaking, but it was such uh. a good story. So yeah, they had to um, they had to be healthy. They weren't taking infants and and things of that nature just because they have to survive the trip. You know, right. it's a oh, boat gosh. coming back over and stuff. So it was yeah. it was a hard travel there. I just can't even imagine. They said that when they brought them all to the trains to leave to go to the um, boats and stuff, that the the parents, the Jewish parents wouldn't wave to their kids because it looked too much like the Nazi, Hail Hitler. So oh they wouldn't God. do it. Oh my
1: God! hmm So Nazi they basically Nazis just... Nazis ruined waving.
0: Yeah. So they just kind of stood there as their children left and tried not to make a big scene because they didn't want to draw attention to what was going yeah, on. They just... just wanted their kids gone. It was really good. I know it sounds very sad, but it was kind of inspirational to think that an actual Jewish couple women Perfectly. that's what i was gonna
1: ask you were they german or were they jewish they were jewish i mean well i mean you can be jewish and german but
0: yeah yeah no they were they were jewish they lived in the states you know
1: and that's on that's on hbo
0: that's on hbo um i think you can also watch it on amazon but just in case
1: you're not bummed out enough after watching (laughs) this this show pharmacist
0: Go watch well, I, that. <laughs> I started watching The Pharmacist because I heard a lot of murderinos talking about it. And I'm like, hmm. And they were saying they were having a hard time understanding the people on the show. I'm like, where are they from? Like, where is that? And I was like, oh, it's New Orleans. What? Yeah. Well, then I realized it was in my boyfriend's area, which is the huh, and we're the Shalmet. parish people. Mm -hmm. yeah and they they do have a thicker accent
1: yeah chalmette's got its own (laughs) it's got its own where i live has its own accent
0: yeah Um, y'all are both kind of two opposite ends of the same spectrum
1: and opposite ends of the city too i can't Mm -hmm. tell you how many times i've been to chalmette Uh, Uh, probably
0: none because it's past the airport i think or right before the air no no it's the opposite way yeah, it's going yeah, towards go Mississippi. Well, we went through it twice ourselves, you and I, going to Mississippi. I know I've been to
1: Rocky and Carlos, which they showed in the farm phar- in the pharmacist. I think I've been there like twice. They have the best macaroni and cheese; it's amazing. And so I've, I, I figured that they were there was we should have played bingo watching the pharmacist. <laughs> we should have played like New Orleans bingo.
0: Mm-hmm. and,
1: you know, mark your little tiles when you see, like, an alligator. <laughs> <laughs> there were no Zydeco bands, and that that um, surprised me. I'm glad that they didn't yeah. do that. But this is a different <laughs> side of New Orleans that they don't really show no. that often.
0: Thank God they don't. Nobody would ever come. They'd be like, what is wrong with these people?
1: So, yeah, so I had trouble getting through it. I, I had to try to watch it three times. Wow. I turned it off twice and I went, Uh Nope, not doing that. Uh -uh. The very first episode called Justice for Danny was Uh so hard, and I couldn't Uh understand why all my friends kept telling me to watch this. (laughs) And in fact, (laughs) one friend texted me and told me to watch it, and I texted her back and I said, Actually, it's our number one fan, Megan. Megan. Megan got um, an honorary badge or some shit on
0: Facebook. I guess. Yes, yeah, I turned it on, so now you can you can be our top fan badge if we ever yeah. post anything on there. <laughs> so <laughs> Megan texted me and she told me to watch it, and I
1: told her, "Man, I just had to turn it off. That shit was too sad." And she was so upset. App- she was like, "Oh my god, I can't believe I did this. I can't believe I told you to watch the show because." And I don't know if I've ever mentioned this on the show before. I had a younger sibling, my little sister Anna. She passed away from a heroin overdose. It was actually um, heroin and fentanyl, and the fentanyl is what is what did it. And that was, gosh, um, it was almost ten years ago.
0: Yeah, so and
1: I responded back to her like, "Girl, if if I had turned off every single thing that had Mm -hmm. a drug overdose in it." You know, I wouldn't be able to watch much TV because unfortunately, that's the world that we're living in right now. And the pharmacist, of course, gets into that is this opioid epidemic. But the the audio tapes, I just, oh, Mm -mm. I couldn't Mm -mm. take it.
0: Well, yeah, he recorded everything and just hear them both so upset and the wife just like, just... I thought she was going to like rip her skin apart or something. Talk, you know, just she was just so upset. And nobody wants to hear the heartbreak of parents who've lost a child.
1: Oh, my God. And like, that's like real heartbreak. Like, that's not. We're not talking about like some actor in a movie or a TV show. Yeah. Yeah. That was legit pain. You know, Yeah, he said that they laid in bed and contemplated suicide. (sighs) And part of it, I was like, yeah, I get that because I, yeah. I there were points where where my family was there for sure. Yeah. Where it's like, oh. what is the point? How are you supposed to go on mm-hmm. every single day feeling like this? But didn't
0: they have other kids? I they had like one they other.
1: Did. Yeah, they had a younger daughter.
0: That was it. That was it. Yeah. And I get that. I mean i I can't I can't even imagine losing my parents. Like I don't even know how you come back from that and. You know, losing a kid is supposedly four billion times worse because, of course, you're supposed to lose your parents, not your children. That was rough. I I mean, I even had a hard time watching it without having any family background uh, so similar. But I have to ask you about this because they never said it for sure. And I'm dicey on it. So their son was killed in like 96, I think. His name is Danielle Schneider Jr. He was 22 years old and he was shot. Now they're saying to attempt, attempting purchasing of crack cocaine. But I don't think in this show, did it ever say that? Because I couldn't tell if he was trying to purchase or he was trying to sell. He was trying to buy it because he drove up to a dealer. Mm-hmm. Okay.
1: Yeah, he was he was trying to buy it. And I guess that they didn't Mm-mm. even know that he had any drug problems. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. So, okay, yeah. So, yeah, maybe my feelings are a little muddled on it all because I'm like, this is so painful mm-hmm. because you've, you lost your child. In my head, I'm going to a drug overdose. But that's not, Mm-mm. yes, the drugs were involved. Yeah. But that's, yeah. Well,
0: and two, he may not have been, you know, he may have been addictive but not. As deeply as some. You know what I'm saying? Like maybe he just found right. out about Crack cocaine six months ago or whatever. Yeah.
1: Maybe he was just partying and wasn't like, um, you know, a frequent user. I don't, I don't we know. We don't know. I kept waiting for them to make the connection mm-hmm. between the sun and... And then the opioid use, because Mm -hmm. that's what happens to a lot of people is that they get hooked on the pills. Yeah. And then when they can't get the pills anymore, Mm -hmm. they turn to crack and heroin and all that other stuff yeah and they never really did i kept waiting for them to say and then it turns out Mm -hmm. that the son was addicted to painkillers first and and they never Never did did.
0: yeah i think he just got turned on to it somehow but i don't know how deep he was into it so that was kind of interesting because they were like we had no idea he was doing drugs i mean they must have said that 10 times so that makes me think it wasn't horrible yet um, right, w-
1: my sister struggled for a long
0: time. Oh yeah, long definitely. years, yeah.
1: years she struggled with it. Um, it, it was everybody knew, everybody knew. Yeah,
0: I mean, I have to say, when you called and told me, I was not shocked.
1: I don't think I was shocked mm-mm, either. Mm-mm. <laughs> unfortunately, I was, yeah, I, mean,
0: I was just like, okay, what do I need to do? Because
1: no, I mean, and yeah. that that was one of the conversations that I had with her before she died. You know, I told her I was like Anna. There aren't there. You don't see forty year old heroin addicts. Mm-mm because Mm-mm. you don't you don't make it Mm-mm. and and either because of overdose overdoses or because they get put in situations like daniel was put in mm-hmm.
0: where it's it's a it's a really risky place to be he went to the lower ninth ward they're like white people don't go to the lower ninth ward and I exactly lying i was, exactly right. <laughs> I was in so tears true. and they talk about this later on but we should probably mention it too of course this is before hurricane katrina hit and hurricane katrina hit those two Two areas, probably the hardest.
1: Yeah, I think so. I th- that's, yeah, I where think the, the levee that's broke,
0: you know. So it was right in the lower ninth, right around that area. So, you know. yeah,
1: actually, my house was built in two thousand five, mm-hmm. and it was built by Shalmeans. So, yeah, they lost all their property mm-hmm. in Chalmet. Mm-hmm. so they came out here and built this house. And then and then I think once the parish was more established, they moved back.
0: Yeah. No, my uh, boyfriend's uh, mom and grandma and all them, they left and they never came back. I mean, they went they back and went got back. stuff, but there was hardly anything they could save. His grandma and mom will tell me all the time about how they got all of his Legos out and soaked them in bleach. <laughs> and say that but like a lot of other stuff they couldn't and it just cracks me up because I swear they'll tell me like every third time I see him and I'm like lol um <laughs> and it was not like he was 10 at the time you know uh he wasn't yeah. young like you he was older um <laughs> but yeah so the, the first episode is hard and it really talks about his quest to find out who killed his son because the police were like well he was addicted to drugs so what do you, I mean yeah Thanks. Um, yeah. And in New Orleans, as in most major cities, it's pretty widespread. I, I think even more so in certain parts of New Orleans uh, because mm-hmm. it's poor and whatnot. I remember when, after Katrina, Houston. Um, started having a bunch of drug deals and shootings and all that and we were all like well that's now new orleans west which right that's where all the bad people went <laughs> yeah unfortunately,
1: unfortunately. Cause the ninth ward kind mm-hmm. of emptied out mm-hmm. and a lot of them a lot of them moved to houston and mm-hmm. and then so then they had a crime problem and yeah yeah and, and that's the thing like that's the 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 hypocrisy of that of Police officers turning up their nose Mm -hmm. at a certain area of the city and being like, "Well, you know, it's got bad crime, so it's like, no, that, but that's your fucking problem. Yeah, that's your problem. They're like, he's a white guy in Lower Ninth
0: buying drugs. Okay, well, we have four hundred of those. So sorry, sucks to be you. Yeah, there are four hundred of them because of you. Yeah, that's your problem to go fit. And it was really. Funny, not funny, but odd to me too because their son was white. I kind of would have expected that if their son was black, just because it's you know, right? Unfortunately. Yeah, yeah.
1: For for a white boy from the parish to get killed in the ninth ward, you think that um, the police would have given it more attention? But that's NOPD though, Man. so it's not even Saint Bernard, yeah, uh, yeah. police. That's yeah. different.
0: Yeah. So if we say the parish, we mean Saint Bernard Parish. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> for those of you who don't ever live in new orleans
1: i didn't realize how close together they were they're like
0: right next door
1: i didn't realize that
0: yeah because uh, i don't yeah.
1: guess what i don't visit the ninth ward very often either she doesn't
0: know how to get there it's not on the west bank no nope. um, nope. <laughs> if it's not downtown new orleans some guys, parts of I uptown the worst,
1: i am the worst like oh uh, i like
0: if if somebody, like, if friends from out of town coming, they, like, show me around, I'm like, I don't know where the fuck to go. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, we can go to the Rum House on Magazine Street if you want. Yes, that's- I can show you Magazine. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> I can show you Ruth Chris and like- uh, parts of uh, New Orleans, uh, this quarter, but that's about it. Would you like to tour the West Bank? Like, I can't
1: even tell you where to get, like, really good New Orleans authentic food. Like, I don't know. I don't know. I had a po' boy earlier today. It was great. I can tell you where to get really good po' boys. It's always a gas station. Always. Get shrimp po' boys from a gas station. That's where you buy all it's your seafood at.
0: Yes. Because isn't that yep. place where I got my um, uh, break tag that you told me to go to? Didn't they it's have food and um yeah daiquiris daiquiris. daiquiris. she's like you go get your toll tag done or your um, uh break break tag tag, and then you can get a daiquiri and I was like okay because in New Orleans you can we have drive through daiquiris and how it's legal is they put one of those little stickers over the straw hold which is like ironclad. you can't take that off so that's why it's legal um yeah, so put yeah. that together. See that loophole? <laughs> yeah, that place does they do po'boys, Boys,
1: Zachary's, Break Tags, Propane and ICE. Anyways, Anyways. Can we talk about the voice recordings? Why was do I find that so oddly not the the word isn't fascinating. What's wrong with me that I would that I get I understand why he recorded everything Mm -hmm. like I I I kind of understand why he recorded him and his wife crying in bed Mm -hmm. like why do I secretly kind of want to record
0: all of my conversations anyway well iPhone does it for you so you're good yeah that's true (laughs) (laughs) I mean you may have (laughs) all kinds of shit you don't know about Put Instagram or Facebook on your phone and there you go there you go well, I think it's like it's like the nine one one calls. Either you love them mm. and you're fascinated, or you're not. And to me, this is the yeah. same thing. It's just mm-hmm. blatant human emotions, um, and and that's kind of fascinating to hear. It's just fascinating, and I don't know why. I think I could it listen is. to him calling people all mm-hmm. day long. Mm-hmm.
1: Well, yeah, and that was because so- also that accent. <laughs> How does that accent get you <laughs> to be like an old southern white man oh lord and just with a god bless you at the end of every conversation that that literally that solves murders let me tell you
0: annie's annie's from the parish
1: has anybody investigated the john Binet murders and just said god bless at the end of every conversation
0: If they had, maybe
1: we'll get places with that.
0: (laughs) If they had, if John Day's parents hadn't lawyered up and gone on uh, uh, volume to seem all calm, we'd already know who the killer was. But they went the opposite way. He (laughs) should have just said "God bless" at the end of every conversation. Recorded yourself bawling. To me, he he did that for whatever reason. I have no idea. Um, Recording them being so upset about everything, but part of me thinks as the as the. His crusade lingered on Mm -hmm. that maybe that was something that he would go back and listen to to kind of keep his momentum going because it had to be exhausting. It's not like he was retired or a multimillionaire and could just spend all this free time on it. He worked at a pharmacy. Yeah, um, yeah. And still, he did, did take a
1: leave, I think, for like a year mm-hmm. to investigate his mm-hmm. son's murder. Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Which is, which is nice that he was able to do that.
0: But then he just kept carrying on. I mean, and I mean, what ten years? That's a long time. And he sure the fuck did get to the bottom of it too with oh, a fucking phone book
1: and just started asking people. I wish I was that fucking friendly that God. I could just first of all. Now and this is before cell phones, where where anytime your phone rings, you're like not fucking answering that. I'm not
0: answering that. <laughs> Send me a text. What's wrong with you? Right.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So he was lucky enough that this happened before then, because nobody would have answered the phone no. now. No. But he surely did just go. My son was shot on your block, and would you know? And blah blah blah. And it's like he got that done as a pharmacist. Yeah. And the cops just did nothing.
0: They didn't want to. To them, it was just another drug deal gone bad. So, you know, but sorry. Drug deals keep going bad because you're not solving the murders. Yeah, but, like, you know, I don't. I mean, uh. and New Orleans Police Department, especially back then, was so horrific. I remember we moved to New Orleans in like 92, 93. So, not too far before this. And I remember as soon as we got here, people were like, if an NOPD officer tries to pull you over while driving, go to a place with people do not immediately pull over because it's dangerous to hear that from somebody who's always been told to trust the police they're there for your protection and then to be like um don't trust the police was yes. frightening the nopd has not had the best of reputations right yeah and this this documentary did not shine kindly did on not at all did not you know they were going to call in the federal government to take over
1: uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I the, remember the police that. department yeah. i think
0: twice since since i lived there they were going to have them take over which is pretty bad it doesn't happen that often that means like everybody from the top down is corrupt and they have to get rid of them but yeah but he got to the bottom of it eventually god bless him of the murder of his god son bless. that's how we're gonna end this show from now on god bless and just hang up <laughs> so let's talk about the the doctor he ended up busting who was open who had opened a pain management facility question mark yes so are you aware of pain management uh businesses i'm aware of legitimate uh pain management businesses (laughs) so my
1: my dad had a stroke at the very end of 2016 Mm -hmm. it took us two years mm-hmm. to get into a pain doctor mm-hmm. just it took us two years of consistent three-month checkups mm-hmm. with lots of different doctors a gp a cardiologist a neurologist mm-hmm. two years of three-month checkups mm-hmm. to see for to get one appointment for a pain doctor mm-hmm we had to go through so many hoops Mm -hmm. and so then once we once we got in to see the pain doctor we were prescribed the medication Mm -hmm. um my dad is like super paranoid about taking it like he's so like overly careful he assumes that everyone thinks that he's addicted to him now then we were afraid to stop going to the pain doctor because we were afraid that Oh, what if he does, like, we're not a patient anymore, and then mm-hmm. we have to wait another two years, mm-hmm. and that's, that's, once you're in, you can basically have whatever you want, mm-hmm. whenever you want. You just well. got to call them and ask them. I don't even have to go see this doctor anymore.
0: Well, mm, that's a little dicey, because yeah. my dad mm-hmm. um, has gone on pain management with the VA, and they're not so... um lackadaisy with <laughs> like, yeah i mean just for my dad to be on his well, wellbutrin and things like that he has to see their therapist i think it's every mm-hmm. three months or something mm-hmm. to, yeah. to keep him on those on his medications so he's gone to pain management um uh, my mom and i were talking about it when he had his bike accident he was on a lot of these pain meds um because for legitimate reason he broke his yeah. leg it is held together with chicken wire and duct tape and screws mm-hmm. i mean it was bad and i always remember i saw him a few days after the wreck i think it happened on a sunday and i might have saw him monday or tuesday i'll never forget me and my mom left him one night to go home we had been there all day and my mom was pulling up the hospital sheet to mm-hmm you know cover him a little bit because he wanted it pulled up and he looked like somebody had punched him in the nuts he was in so much pain that's a hospital sheet that's how much pain he was in
1: well to be fair those sheets are not very soft they're not
0: soft but that's uh (laughs) (laughs) i mean just to pull that up barely very gingerly to touch you uh he just was in so much pain and it cracks me up because i've had broken ribs I'm sorry, fractured ribs. And do you know what they give you for fractured ribs? What? A handshake and about five pain meds. And they're like,
1: "Goodbye." I was going to say, I I, I cracked, (laughs) I cracked ribs when I was 12. And I think they just gave me Motrin.
0: Yeah. I think they gave me a light. I don't. It wasn't this, but it was some sort of pain meds. And that's all you got. And it'll heal on its own. And it was so painful. That's the thing. Like, it's like
1: people with without this and he mentions that he's like all of a sudden he starts seeing all of these prescriptions more Uh and more and more and Uh and some people because they will are trying to fill it before they can Uh and he's like no you just need to alternate ibuprofen and tylenol like Uh what are you doing you know
0: and to start these people out at what 100 milligrams or whatever that's insane (laughs) <laughs> she
1: put a 12 year old on 80 milligrams
0: that's insane
1: that's enough to overdose this kid he said yes Ugh.
0: so this doctor's name is jo- jacqueline what did we decide her last name was the doctor's name is jacqueline Cleggett. thank you you know i can't say it and she opened a pain management clinic out in the east on right? where chef mentor highway
1: <laughs> Which okay, I was a juror on a
0: murder trial. Me too. Me too. A drug a few deal. years ago, and it was and the murder happened on Chef Mentora. Me too. I was on a drug. Uh, you too. I, I was on a jury for a drug deal. Uh, they they oh. pulled over this guy, and it was on Chef Mentor And they patted him down, and they found cocaine, crack, taped to the underside of his scrotum, and he claimed he oh has no God. idea how I got there. that's the one, and I was like what what they had his grandma and his mom come up oh he's such a good boy he would never do anything like this I was like somebody taped something to the underside of his nutsack no no yeah Mm -mm. not happening not happening Mm -hmm. but it was uh, they they pulled him over because guess what he had no license plate and one mm-hmm. of his brake lights were out on Chef Tour, and they pulled him over. I was like, oh, for the love of Jesus. At least have that shit he, fixed if you're running drugs. Christ. Right. Stay I, on I, it. Look, let, <laughs> he,
1: he wouldn't have been able to get a brake tag from,
0: from the place that sells po' boys and daiquiris. When we first moved to New Orleans and had to get a brake tag, we went to the one on Chef Tour. Why? I don't know why. I don't know. This is before the internet. and w- Anyways. You so, were like, we saw this one driving in. Yeah. And we yeah. went there and they told us that the tent on the car was too dark and we'd have to take it off and redo mm-hmm. it. Yeah. Um. Or we could maybe just make a donation if we wanted to pay yeah. a little bit extra. Um, yeah, that's
1: the way that works. Yeah.
0: And I was like, fuck you. So, <laughs> so
1: what we're saying is the East is not. uh,
0: Not Chef and Tour.
1: Oof. It's fucking dicey. It's shit. dicey as hell. So anyway, a lot, well now, now after Katrina, there that there's like a whole area that's just like totally abandoned.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: Out there was it like that before Katrina? No, I
0: think it had a lot of like just dicey shops and and stuff. Oh, okay. But I think afterwards, I mean, hell spells New Orleans East didn't get a, a Walmart until ten years after Katrina. I mean, they no, they had they, a Walmart before, and they were just like there's eh, just I don't, not you know. much out there. Yeah, yeah. A lot yeah. of stuff was destroyed and just never came back.
1: Go look up the pictures of the abandoned Six Flags. Oh, God, I love that. It's my favorite thing. I love looking at abandoned pictures. I know. That shit is so spooky and so interesting.
0: Six Flags is missing out. I'm telling you, they should reopen that back up for, like, Halloween and do, like, a Universal uh, Studios kind of, like, zombie runs around there and shit. They'd make a bank out there. I think they've been filming movies there. Like, they use it as
1: a movie set lately. Yeah. So your girl opens a pain clinic. Her hours are like 6 to 3 a.m. Something dicey. How is that even legal? Like, I don't understand how that wasn't the first red flag. Uh -uh. What, What doctor would have those kind of hours? Like, I really feel like the medical board right away should have been like, No, 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 no. That's not how we do stuff. You open up at fucking 8 o'clock just Mm -hmm. like everybody else.
0: Mm -hmm. Now, I can understand if she was just like, I had after work hours and was open like 6 to 10. I would let that slide. Sure. People got to go after work. Fine. 6 to 10? I mean, 6 to (laughs) 3?
1: They said there was people
0: in the waiting room for days. Days. Like they would just sit in there and just wait. My favorite part of that was that then the people that actually got their pills would sell it to the people in the wait room who had been waiting for days. It was like its own little economy. Oh my God. And they had an NOPD cop out there watching it. Not surprising. (laughs) Oh my God. They said she had blank prescription pads Already signed, I think even mm-hmm. filled out. They just needed the name like all over the place when they finally rated her a billion, billion years later.
1: And she would date him incorrectly too. Mm-hmm. She would prescribe 20 days mm-hmm. and then give out another prescription 15 days after that. Mm-hmm. That's not, no, mm-hmm. you're not supposed to do that. Mm-mm. Let me tell you. And, and fucking, and Mr. Schneider of all people fucking catches it. <laughs> Some little rinky
0: dink pharmacy Jesus
1: out in the parish.
0: Christ. And he was, and he was fussing people. <laughs> that was my favorite part. Core court talking. Is, is that legal? <laughs> oh, okay. Well, I, mm, okay, so probably not. Um, but I right. know there's. They allow pharmacists who don't believe in birth control to not sell birth control to people, whether they have a prescription or not. No, no,
1: no. I, I don't mean no, no, no. I think pharmacists have every right to say mm-hmm. I don't want to fill this for you. Mm-hmm. I think that's a great idea. I think yeah. that's something that they should do. Is it legal for him to record the conversations with his customers? Oh no,
0: probably not. No,
1: I'm. I'm well, if not. you <laughs> think about it, though, but pharmacies do have
0: cameras. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I. But he was doing it. For specific people. For fun. He was doing it for fun. He would. (laughs) Why was he recording himself at work? Girl, my favorite part of that in my head, because this is the day before cell phones now, and right at the beginning of cell phone, you know, he had one of those old school recorders that's the size of a big paperback. Yes. That he had to push the two buttons down and record. Mm. I was dying. I was like, oh, you could probably hear the tape and it whirling the whole time. (laughs) And his customers are probably looking around like, What the fuck is that noise? You know, you know, he's like, Hold on, hold on, gotta get my tape recorder. Hold, I gotta flip the tape. Click, click. click. <laughs> <laughs> they guardian for work to the pharmacist, he could get all those tapes, you know, for a Because that shit ain't cheap. He said he had it in his pockets and I thought to myself, How big are his pants? <laughs> Well, he might have had one of the little ones like the attorneys use, but maybe I yeah. think thinking when he first started it, no, girl, it was as big. I think it was like the size of like a VCR tape. Remember those? <laughs> yeah. Click, click Oh, God, I was dying. Ugh. Oh, Lord. They should
1: have made him the spokesperson for like, remember Talk Boys? Yes. Yes. <laughs>
0: yes. <laughs> Listen, all that shit's coming back again. He could have a very specific career in this stuff. Yeah. So anyway, so he goes after her. And God bless him. Listen, if you want anything done, you just annoy the shit out of people. He called God bless. All, And just say God bless at the end. God That's bless the you. important part. God bless you. That's the important part. He called, like, the... Um, what was it? The DEA, the Drug Enforcement Agency. He called the FBI. He called the New Orleans people. The fa- he said, yeah, so I called the FBI. I'm like, how the fuck do you call the FBI? I can't even get through the Amazon. <laughs> <laughs> right. <Christ. laughs> fuck. <laughs> you can yeah, get I through the, the FBI? FBI?
1: how? Like, what? How? Like, does somebody answer the phone like, FBI? How can I direct your call? We should call. No, yeah, they're probably already listening, anyways.
0: Um, <laughs> We're not going to crank call you. We just want to be like, oh, I didn't know if how this worked. If anybody ever answered the phone, thank you for your time. Click. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he was he was a
1: huge pain in the ass, and those those poor DEA agents. They're they're sitting in their interviews now, and they're like. Well, we couldn't tell him, Mr. Snyder, we're already investigating this. God
0: bless (laughs) them. They were like, what were they supposed to do? Well, that's my thing. I'm like, you kept calling them. You I mean, part of me is like, did you really not think they were working on anything? Were you that naive? Because I would have been like, I reported it. And I think even one of the times, the guy kind of hinted that they were doing stuff, but he couldn't really say anything to him. Yeah, they did not say that they were. Yeah. He still didn't really catch on to that. He just kept calling and bugging them. And I was like, sweetheart, please stop. Leave him alone. Um, To be fair, though, they were like, oh, well, we didn't have enough evidence yet. He's like... I have the evidence. But still, I don't think that's enough. I mean, you really have to have... Because you want to make sure you win. I mean, heaven forbid you go in and do it and not have a strong case and she walks free. She did walk free. Well, 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 well. Let's talk about that for a minute. So, my lady here, (laughs) the doctor. Oh, (laughs) Jesus. (laughs) So, they go in and they raid her, her place. business I guess they went after six because nobody was probably there but then they think she slept there for a while I remember them saying didn't they say she slept there sometimes she probably passed out there yeah because of course guess what she's on the she's on the oxycoding too supposedly they said that so they bust her on everything they're gonna take her to court they're gonna they revoked her medical license in 2002 they take her to court and the day she's supposed to attend the arraignment. I think it was mm-hmm. My girl gets in the car wreck now
1: <laughs> When I saw that I did air quotes
0: Accident uh-huh.
1: Do you think that that was really an
0: accident? No, I, I don't Think, think so that she either. was working for somebody else. I think I think yeah. she was she was like the middleman for somebody else, and they didn't want her saying anything. That's interesting. That's that was my initial thought because I was like, "That's convenient." You're heading your ass to, to to trial here, and you're in this horrible accident that didn't kill right. you, but you had brain hemorrhaging and five skull fractures. She said she had the, a hangman fracture. Yes. That
1: her neck was broken in such a way that it looked like she was, had been hanged. Yeah, I kind of thought it might have been a suicide attempt. Oh, that's a thought too. Okay, I could go with that. But she she said that there was somebody else driving. That's yeah, still she. she it. I don't know. It's dicey.
0: It's. Not I good. I sus I suspect a suicide attempt. Uh, I do too. But I still yeah. think middleman. I, I, there's something going on there. You yeah, just didn't have a freak accident on the way to court.
1: Maybe, you know, and I, I think suicide because, like, the thought of her maybe having to go to jail mm-hmm. and then having to get off of the drugs mm. while she was there. Yeah, that's true. I have heard of people getting into car accidents on purpose so that they could be prescribed more drugs. Yeah,
0: I've seen the commercial where the lady runs into so, a brick wall or whatever.
1: Yeah, Jesus Christ, that commercial's harsh. Fuck, i was just watching, like, The Office on TBS.
0: <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> I was like, Michael Scott hit Meredith with his car and she didn't go on oxygen. <laughs> or was she? I don't know. <laughs> I know Creed was asking asking where she was on. Yeah, (laughs) God, I love that show. Any hoosies. but she did. She did lose her license. She did supposedly have to declare bankruptcy, which I don't buy either.
1: And she finally see her house. Uh The pictures of her house, like if you're, the, I assumed this bitch was like rolling in it. Well, like when she wasn't at her pain clinic, mm-hmm. she was like floating around on a little yacht or something. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And they would, they showed her house, and it looked like a fucking like, mm-hmm. like a like a crack house. Mm-hmm.
0: Well, they said that one day she deposited like I don't know, it was like one point eight million dollars into her bank account. <laughs> hire a maid i know i was like take a hundred dollars and hire somebody to clean that shit up but if she was addicted to all this stuff too i'm not surprised yeah that's true yeah, you know yeah um i wouldn't i I, mean,
1: I was shocked by how shitty her I, house was i
0: think your house is only clean if you're addicted to cocaine that's, that's not true my house is clean i'm not on cocaine <laughs>
1: <laughs> no if you're a drug addict i Oh yeah, yeah, the only yeah. type of drug addict
0: that has a clean house is a cokehead. Yeah, uh, yeah the cokehead's spotless. You could eat off that floor.
1: <laughs> or snort off of it, whatever.
0: <laughs> so yeah, she did plead guilty to dispensing controlled substance in 2009. One counts. Mm-hmm. Accepting a plea be- a plea deal due to her accident. What you can't be you can't be having uh, uh, medical conditions or if you're handicapable they won't throw you in jail. I don't think that's I don't true. No. I just they don't ask think that's true. How,
1: do you are you aware of any of your clients dying from overdoses? <laughs> and her reaction, I was like, mm-hmm. is she rolling her eyes? She kind of was. Did you see that? Mm-hmm. She like looked up at the ceiling, she was like, hmm let me think hmm mm-hmm. well which,
0: which which client are you talking about yeah which means oh. there's more than one in my head she knew there was accident, a lot
1: <laughs> accident or not she deserves to be punched in the fucking face for that
0: she deserves to go to jail the fact that she didn't go to jail again makes me think there's somebody higher up protecting her maybe mm-hmm. in government ray ray nagin somebody um, I don't know about government.
1: Maybe, uh, maybe what was the company?
0: Purdue? Purdue. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think that was their name. Yeah. So let's talk about that. So, okay. So, the God bless you, Mr. Snyder, takes this woman down, basically. <laughs> they close a bunch of these pain management uh, clinics. Yeah. And then what rolls in after that? Crack. Crack and heroin. Because yep. it's, I guess, a natural progression. If you can't now, get that, Mr. Sh-
1: Mr. Schneider didn't really address that very much in the documentary.
0: He didn't really, but he, when he did, I think he felt horrible about it because he said mm-hmm. something like, Once that came in, you know, then their death started spiking again for overdoses yeah. and stuff. And he said something to the effect of, I don't know if I did any good or not because I closed the pain management, but then heroin came in. So it was kind of like, I opened up a door. So did I make it worse or better? which has got to be a hard thing to do. You think you're doing something good for your community. You care about your community, not knowing that closing that opens up another gateway drug that's 50 times worse, whatever. So I felt bad for him because I think he was just like, oh, for the love of Jesus. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> like, right. Christ. He's like, now I have
1: to go investigate heroin dealers. Like, Listen, shit.
0: I mean, they were afraid to death driving by the pain management clinic. So, yeah. So, Purdue was the, the pharmacist. The drug maker. The, yeah. That really pushed this drug a lot. Insane amounts. Like, if you take this, everything is fine afterwards. You're yeah. great. It's it's like aspirin. They didn't really make it sound like it was horrible. And had all these horrible side effects.
1: I loved the part when they had the sales rep, <laughs> he said that that they were saying it's less addicting. Yes. And he kept going, than and, what?
0: Yep. Mm-hmm. Less
1: addicting than what? Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. And he's that right. poor
1: sales rep. He he like he he just thought he was having a great time making money. He didn't realize Mm-mm. what he was doing. No.
0: Well, let I me mean, if they if they sell it, you know the the company sells it to you like that, and you're just like, mm, okay, and you don't do any investigating. Again, they made it sound like you were taking baby aspirin, but it really made you feel better. Not that it's extremely addictive. <laughs>
1: I had I had a nurse tell me recently when um, I'm going to get my wisdom teeth taken out. She's like, now they're going to prescribe you painkillers mm-hmm. and it's going to say to take the painkillers every like um, six to eight hours. She's mm-hmm. like, don't do that. And I'm thinking her next sentence is going to be, you know, wait as long as you can until mm-hmm. you take the next pill. She said, take it every four hours.
0: <laughs> she
1: said, it's going to be prescribed every six to eight.
0: Uh-huh.
1: Take it every four. Mm-hmm. And I was like, so we still haven't gotten to the root of this. I just looked at her. I'm like, this bitch really just, just tell me to fucking abuse drugs.
0: Mm-hmm. Like, well, you know, ch- chances are they're only giving you five. So good luck with that. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Well, I mean, when I had my lumpectomy done, I think I, I don't think it was, I don't know what it was. I don't think it was oxycodone, but I, um, I think they gave me 10. Good luck. I think I I think I got 10 for
1: my septoplasty and uh-uh. I took one and uh-huh. I was like, it was so strong uh-huh. and I got so high uh-huh. I that I never took it again. Well, what I did is I took half
0: because um, I was in pain because I'd come home, I'll remember this, and like passed out. You were out. in
1: a lot of pain after yours. Yeah. yeah. Well,
0: it's just because where it was.
1: Yeah, but Mr. Snyder even said when one person was saying, oh, but I break it up and take it like this throughout the day, he's like, no, no, don't do that because it's got the time release coating on. Yeah. And when you break it up, it's like an instant release instead.
0: Well, it worked for me. I mean, I never, I mean, I felt a little loopy. I think I just mainly slept. Mm Mm-mm.
1: I was high as a kite, Mm -mm. hated it, Mm -mm. did not like it.
0: Yeah, I mean, my parents with all their surgeries, except for my dad's bike wreck, I mean, they've always given them that stuff. And I think they take it for like a day and a half. Like yeah, after my dad's yeah. prostate surgery, I think he took it maybe a day or so after. Yeah. And then he's like, I can tell you. Aspirin. we know. Mm-hmm. We
1: know now. Mm-hmm. You know, at, at, at this time in the early 2000s, we didn't know. Mm-mm. They were just straight up lying to us mm-hmm. about it, mm-hmm. telling us it was perfectly safe.
0: Yeah. But what I loved about it is that when they finally went after this big pharma company, they actually found them guilty, but they had to pay i don't know 637 million dollars or something but the owners are worth like 10 billion dollars i think if you have a lot of money like that of course that kind of money is chump change you're insured for a lot of it it's not that much money to you i mean if you're bringing 10 billion dollars that's not a lot right right I think it should be automatic jail time. I know. I, I I just... The fact that they're just getting a slap on the wrist just like the pain doctor did. What... That's not a deterrent for people or Big Pharma to start doing these same practices. I wish there was a way that
1: you could, and even the doctor, mm-hmm. charge them for murder.
0: hmm and, and they might you know? have. We just don't know about it. I, I can't imagine. That would be hard. Oof. If... If because i guess you gotta
1: you gotta drive the complacency Mm -hmm. all the way up the pole if it was somebody who was like if there was a store that was selling handguns Mm -hmm. and eight out of the 10 people who bought the handguns committed suicide Mm -hmm. they're clearly complacent right Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. you know Mm mm-hmm
0: I, I, I wish that's what we could do. I, I but, do too. But and it could be coming. I mean, I can't imagine it hasn't already.
1: No way. Mm-hmm. No way. Big, the, the, the lobbyists would never allow anything like that to happen. Yeah. Right. Any lawmaker who even proposed that would get into a air quotes car accident. Yeah. <laughs> Whoopsies. Where you end up with a fracture that looks like you were hanged. Yeah instead
0: of in a car accident. In, a, in a car accident but yeah they barely got anything for it um and of course they still make it so yep you know yep
1: and now it just takes a stroke patient two years to get into mm-hmm. well but,
0: and that's the thing though too I, obviously you can go to any doctor and get anything you want you can doctor shop obviously if you want or go to these very illegal places and you know they are when they only take cash And they're open six to three. (laughs) If they're open at 7 p.m., that's a problem. Oh, my God. Jesus Christ. It's surprising to me that he caught these people coming in and getting the same drugs and stuff all the time and kind of counseling them when the other pharmacist who I think owned it just kept filling them. No questions asked. Honey, I think I've shared this before. (laughs) When I went to my therapist and were prescribed all these anxiety medication, my Target CVS pharmacist called me like a week later to check on me because when I (laughs) picked it up he's like, are you okay? What's going on here? Oh no! Like he was like generally concerned because it was like just straight up. Not out of the normal for you. Yeah. To have that many. And he did. He called and he's like, I'm just checking to make sure the meds are doing okay. You're doing fine on them and all that. I'm like, yeah, I'm fine. Oh wow, that's a good pharmacist. Right? Oh Target loves you. (laughs) And, and that's a big pharmacy you know this is a little one out in the parish where they got 30 people that come in a month owned. yeah mm-hmm. <laughs> so it's yeah. like and he just kept filling it I, I mean I'm surprised that people hadn't sued the pharmacist for that for oh for yeah. filling it like yeah. I think I think if my child OD'd on prescription drugs I would go after both of them you, you've got yeah. to know Yeah, but what if, but, but like, what, like,
1: what if, like, Mr. Schneider did where he tells them how dangerous this is and Mm -hmm. they feel it anyway? You know? Yeah.
0: Well, that's just it. That's what obviously happened, I think. Okay, so that's it, I think, with the pharmacist. It was good. I liked Uh, it.
1: It was good, and I feel like y'all should fucking pay me for watching it because (sighs) I had to muscle through that first episode.
0: If I don't get paid for 90 Day Fiancé. Or um, what's the yeah. other crappy Christmas movie she made me watch? <laughs> of course this is kinda different. Yeah. <laughs> I couldn't have anybody yeah. pass because of a crappy Christmas movie. Right.
1: Yeah. Nobody died on Christmas Day. <laughs> sorry.
0: I don't mean to make I'm sorry it, if my laughing right. offends y'all. This is how I fucking deal with this shit. Listen so listen, we have our own coping mechanisms and nobody needs yeah. to know about them. No. <laughs> Um, do you have an
1: obsession session this week? I don't know. Do you? I do, but it's not good. So I watched that horse girl movie on Netflix. <laughs> How was it? Bad. Yeah. It
0: yeah, was yeah. bad. Yeah, yeah. Um,
1: and I just wanted to talk about it cause it was bad. I, I kind of liked it at first. Uh-huh. It, it has like a Donnie Darko feel to it. Oh,
0: okay. Okay.
1: Where you're kind of like, it, it's weird. You're not real clear like what's real and what's not. Mm-hmm. Um, but then you know, I, I I talked about it with a few people and I started thinking, no, it's just a bad movie. It just doesn't make any sense.
0: <laughs> it's kind of dumb. Don't watch Horse Girl. Okay, I watched Knives Out. <gasps> it's so good. It's so good.
1: It's so they're doing another one, you know. I know. I loved Yay. it so
0: much. I cannot mm-hmm. even go into how much I loved it. Daniel Craig
1: with a southern
0: accent. I was like, Is he speaking with a southern accent? And my boyfriend's <laughs> like, Yeah, he's done that before. I was like, Are you sure? Oh my god, it was so odd. It was weird. It was weird. Every everybody's in it. Like just random people are in uh, it. God, I loved it. We watched it and I loved it. And we also I think I mentioned this before. Um, there's a movie that came out called Ready or Not, and it was about a couple that gets married. She marries into a wealthy family, and they got their wealth on uh, games, board games. Yes, and
1: this is the girl who looks like Margot Robbie yes. but isn't. Yes, yes. and
0: she said she didn't care that everybody thought it was Margot Robbie if they got him into the theaters. She was right. fine yeah. with it, the comparison. Mm-hmm. So good. I've watched it twice now, and it's so
1: <laughs> good. Knives Out?
0: Yeah. Mhm. Yeah. it's really
1: good i i saw it in the theater Mm -hmm. i wanted to i i wanted to go see it too Mm -hmm. but i guess i missed it and so i was like well i've already got plans to go to the movies let me just check out this movie so i went into knives out not knowing what it was about
0: oh (laughs) yeah and
1: i just had a blast watching it It was fun it's It's really fun Mm -hmm.
0: yeah we're gonna watch jojo rabbit i think tonight Oh, I've heard that's really good. Yeah. Didn't
1: that win an award recently? Yeah,
0: the guy who wrote it, I think wrote the screenplay, one. Okay. And he also did what we do in the Shadows, the movie, which is uh. really, literally the best thing ever made. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so we're going to um, watch that. I still haven't watched the other thing you wanted me to watch. Um,
1: the Outsider?
0: No, no, no. Uh, the m- Midsummers, mids...
1: Oh, Midsummer. Yeah, that's on Amazon Prime. Yeah, that's a scary, scary one. Um, Can I change
0: mine? (laughs) No, absolutely
1: not. (laughs) Um, I watched when everybody was telling me to watch The Pharmacist, and I was like, no, because I know better. Mm -hmm. I watched Lock and Key. How was that? Okay, so it's too, it's too young for you. Not meaning and like, like, you know what it is? It's, what's that other show that I loved so much with Neil Patrick?
0: Oh, um, a, a series of unfortunate events.
1: It's very close to a series of I unfortunate that, events. I that, though. Oh, did you? I would yes. thought that that was too, like, teen for you. Neil Patrick Harris? I'll watch him open a box. I love him okay. so hard. It's, it's, it's a lot like a mm. series of unfortunate events, but there is, like, cursing and stuff and like there was even like a sex scene so the first like episode i kept going who is this for is this a kid's show i mean i'll watch it if it's a kid's show i I watched a series of unfortunate events like three times yeah i mean you know but then they were like cursing and stuff so i'm like okay okay, isn't it an adult show Mm -hmm. it's a the story is about kids
0: Mm -hmm.
1: but it's it's not a kid's show. Mm-hmm. Anyway, I got used to it. I really liked it. Um, It was fun. And then in the very last episode, Stephen King pops up for a cameo. And then it all made sense. Because Stephen King loves to tell kids' stories yes. Yes. in an adult way, like Stand By Me.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So
1: it's, it's a series of unfortunate events and Stand By Me put okay. together. That's what this show is. Well, we
0: might watch that tonight. It's hard to say what we we'll end up watching. Yeah. <laughs>
1: Go i'm gonna them. watch the outsider on netflix i mean on uh hbo, HBO. yeah i, I want to watch I'll
0: the mcmillions on there too i think that's oh else.
1: yeah we might have to do that one we might have to do mcmillion yeah i heard it It looks ex- really interesting <laughs> i think we should my husband was so sad to find out that it was not real
0: that well that it not. was
1: the the mcdonald's monopoly like nobody won it
0: well, does McDonald's all oh, they and are? Dustin was very upset. People. He he, he'd swear like somebody like destroyed his childhood. Tell him to read Fast Food Nations, and then he'll really hate McDonald's, or he may yeah. love it. I don't know. Um, it's guess what I had shit. for breakfast. They're shit. They're so know, bad. They're so. bad. I know, bad.
1: but I, I had a sausage biscuit. This they're time. so
0: bad. We'll talk later. Okay. <laughs> I'll bust <flush> you. <ya>. Okay. <laughs>
1: Okay, guys, well, that was the pharmacist. Thanks yes. for binge watching with us this week. Thank um, you for finishing we it. <laughs> <laughs> we don't know what we're watching next week, but join us then. Yeah, bye. Bye. <laughs>